Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And what else can I say but welcome to the program. That's right, welcome to uh, Bible Talk. Good to be with you. Any questions you have about the Word of God are welcome here. That's right. Uh, The only reason I will ask questions at all is to see if I can stir you up and get you to ask even more questions or things that we can deal with. So remember, that number is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with uh, Pastor Emmy Moss. And what a wonderful program, Daryl Wood, Run to Win. My goodness gracious, listen to that here. It's just so uh, packed full of information on everything from politics to the coronavirus. And every time I come home with my wife, I have stuff to talk to her about, not about my program, but about Run to Win. So when I get there, we'll be talking. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. I've got some, well, maybe maybe easy, maybe hard. You'll be able to determine it uh, when I give you these questions. However, before we do that, someone who always, usually, almost all the time, is the first caller, and that's Angela in Royal Oak. How you doing, Angela? Oh, hi, uh, hi Pastor. How you doing? Real good. Do you, do you know you have the same name as my sister? Oh, I do. I feel special. <laughs> you are special, yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, what question Well, you? I had... Yeah, I had called to Daryl's show to let him know that um, I was listening to the D.L. Hubie show today at around 2.7. He comes on around 3 o'clock. Uh-huh. And he was talking about this poll. He also had a conversation for the viewers, too. I guess the poll indicated that um, there are more um, white people. That, I mean, there are Christians who are white are more racist than non-Christian white. you believe that? Or think that's true? Uh, you think that... he's an atheist, I guess? I said that there are more Christians who are eighth, uh, that are uh, more white Christians who are racist. Well, no, no, I said white Christian. He was saying on his show, the Yahoo Hugely, there are more white Christians. There are more I mean, white Christians that are more racist than non-Christians. Right. <laughs> well, I don't know what statistics he's quoting. Uh, no, I don't believe that because, first of all, you have to be able to make sure that the ones you're counting are Christians. 
Uh, so uh, I've never seen no. a stat like that. I don't think that, that uh, it's going to be easy to verify that. So we have to realize that uh, nobody has a monopoly on racism. That's for sure. Got to realize that uh, racism, which is defined as, uh, I, taught, uh, I taught this for 23 years in the Air Force, went to a real tough school, the Race Relations Institute, uh, that gave me a definition of racism that works across the board. That is, racism is any, uh, any act, attitude, or institutional structure that subordinates a person because of their race, color, ethnic background, or religion. Okay? Uh, and it can, either can be institutional or personal. A lot of people don't believe um, in racism because they said you have to have institutional power to practice it. That's not true. Personal racism uh, can be practiced without any institutional power at all. So it both works, works together. Racism is, uh, is, is bad. And uh, the uh, statistics there uh, that you have, uh, I don't see how they can be verifiable because how can you say Christians or white Christians when uh, you don't know whether the people you're counting are Christians at all? All you can go by is what they tell you. And a lot of people who tell you they're Christians are not because they're just not born again. So I don't know about that, Angela. Any, anything else you got? Uh, I guess, should you think um well, I know in the Bible, he says in the book of Revelation that um, the world leader, I guess the Antichrist, is going to be anti-Christian. But how would that be? Uh, how would he? How would we know he's anti-Christian? I mean, would it be the upcoming election coming up? I mean, how would we know? How would, would he we say know? it? How would I guess? we know? Uh, how would we know what? That the Antichrist who will come here, you know, mm-hmm. be anti-Christian. I mean, the Democratic Party, for example, is anti-Christian. I mean, how will we know? Would it say get rid of churches? I mean, how will he know oh, that he's anti-Christian? Well, the Antichrist will come, and we'll know that he is not a Christian. And I would be careful at you know putting the Democratic Party or the Republican Party mm-hmm. in place. Let's gotta stick it biblical. I don't want to cause a a, a a riot on my program here. I, you know, let's stick it biblical. Oh. But in terms of it. Uh, we're going to know because the Antichrist will come and say he's God. That's it. That tells you right there. He is not God. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And he will uh, say that he is God, and that means that he, if he is God, then he is usurping uh, the uh, what the Bible tells us about the Messiah, about Jesus Christ. The Bible says concerning Jesus, Philippians chapter 2, write that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. It doesn't say anything at all about uh, the Antichrist. So that that's what would be the key thing to tell us, Angela, that, that right there. All right? Oh, okay. Thank all you right. for calling, my dear. Appreciate it. Always appreciate her call. And also, uh, all of you, any callers that we have, the number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. So if you've got questions about the Word of God, start calling. Okay? All you got to do, be glad to talk to you. Give me a, a, a question. I'll give you the best answer I can. Uh, all you got to do, though, is call. That's the name of the program, Bible Talk. And we encourage you to call that number again, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Ferndale and talk to, uh, to Nathan. Hello, Nathan. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Very good. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I called yesterday, but my phone uh, went out on me when I asked you about uh, Antioch and um, who were the so-called Christians at Antioch. Was it? Um, well, what was? I didn't listen to your response. I, oh. I my phone went out. Oh, yeah, they, you know they do that sometimes. <laughs> they do go out. 
Uh, well, what happens, I guess you were telling me or asking me about uh, a particular chapter in, uh, in Acts, right? Acts 13. Okay, Acts 13. Yeah, in fact, that's where yeah. I went. And so I'll go there again. And in Acts chapter 13, so, uh, so your question is, uh, is dealing with uh, who are the, who, what was happening there? Who, who is the group that's yeah, being Yeah, who made to? up that church? Oh, well, when we look at it, if we look at Acts chapter 13, and we see what was uh, happening there, uh, we see that Paul is there. It says in verse 42, let's start there. And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogues, the Gentiles be, be, uh, besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. Now, when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes, and uh, the proselytes were those, of course, who were not uh, uh, Jewish. They uh, became Jews as a result of the exposure to Judaism. They followed Paul and Barnabas, who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. And when the Jews saw, so therefore the Jews were at this meeting, okay? When the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy. They got envious of it and spake against those things which were spoken by Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. So here's Paul, the apostle Paul, a Jew himself, preaching the gospel, and here these other Jews got mad. That's what the text says. Verse 46, Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said it was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. Okay? Now he's saying that to the Jews. Right? Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said it was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken to you. But seeing you put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, lo, we turn to the Gentiles. So Paul said, if you don't want it, then we're turning to the Gentiles to preach the gospel. Then it says in verse 47, For so hath the Lord uh, commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light to the Gentiles. Right then, verse 47. For so hath the Lord commanded us, saying, I have set thee to be a light to the Gentiles, that thou, should, uh, that thou shouldest be for salvation unto the ends of the earth. And when the Gentiles heard this, they were glad and glorified the word of the Lord, and as many as were ordained to eternal life believed. So what happens, he was there at a Jewish audience, but Gentiles showed up. Uh, Jews didn't like it. They uh, uh, rejected the message, and so he says, now it's, uh, I'm going to preach to the Gentiles. So let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about the church at Antioch. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm here I'm talking about what happened in Acts chapter 13, where what Paul well, which did— is, Which was, is Antioch, because the first, the first verse said that I uh, know, who was— in, in, No, I want to know from this— what is Paul doing? I just read a number of verses. What do they mean to you, Nathan? Well, the word Gentile does not exclusively mean non-Israelite. I didn't. Oh, guess what, though? Definitely it doesn't mean completely Jews because the Jews and the Gentiles are contrasted here. So you can say it doesn't completely but, but, mean. But listen, now, are you sure? me, let me, well, yeah, Jews and Gentiles would have to be different or Paul would have just said Jews. So you think about that, Nathan. Think about that, okay? I know that kind of got you, didn't it? Yeah, here, what are you talking about, right? Says Jews, 
But then to the Gentiles, it's very clear unless somebody else has told you that, no, that can't be. It's only for the Jews. I'm sorry. Okay? These are the same kind of passages that you'll face uh, <laughs> later on because that's what the Bible says. It's very clear, isn't it? Okay? Very clear. Verse 45 again, Acts 13, 45. But when the Jews saw the multitudes, they were filled with envy. That's the scripture. Not me. I'm not even making it up. It interprets itself. And spake against those things which were spoken by Paul, contradicting and blaspheming. Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said it was necessary that the word of God should first have been spoken unto you. That was to the Jews. Okay? But seeing you put it far from you, judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting life. Lo, we turn to the Gentiles. Okay? That meant Gentiles. And so to say, well, just because it says Gentiles, it didn't mean just Gentiles. I think it meant just Gentiles because Jews were being preached to first. They got upset because the Gentiles were invited to the meeting, right? So here you see, and I know it's rough or black Hebrew Israelite thought, but you see right here something that just overturns that. Sorry. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you've got any questions for me, now is the time. Fifteen minutes after, it's plenty of time. All you've got to do is call that number, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Give me a call. Any question you have is welcome on this program. All you've got to do is call with your question. My job is to answer every question I can, so uh, give me a call. Now, remember, though, debate, hey, I'm, I love debates, have been in them before. In fact, I remember the last formal debate I had was at the Islamic Institute of Knowledge in Dearborn. Uh, it, was, it was great against the imams, and they had a moderator there. They were polite. Even though we disagreed, they were very polite. The only thing that kind of scared me a little bit afterwards, when we went off the debate stage and got into the audience, there were some radicals in there, me and my friend. In fact, what was so uh, uh, troublesome to me is the guy that accompanied me uh, in this debate years ago, and I don't necessarily fault uh, the uh, Islamic community. They tried to keep it as civil as they could. They even invited me to the meeting. Um, but some of the people who came, there were some radical elements there who kind of uh, uh, threatened the uh, uh, my uh, partner who had been Islamic once and converted to Christianity. They really didn't like him. They they. Didn't, uh, they didn't like me too much, but they didn't like him at all. But uh, uh, but they were polite. We uh, got to uh, express our views about Christ. And at the end, many Muslims were asking us questions. So it was great. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I just have a couple of questions in my pocket if you don't have any questions of your own. But... If you keep asking me questions, I'm ready to go with what you put on the table, just like Denise is doing in Lincoln Park right now. Hello, Denise. Hi, Pastor Moss. How you doing? Turn your radio down just a wee oh, bit. Oh, yep. Sorry about that. No problem. Um, I'm in the car, so I can't find the verse that I have a question about, but um, maybe I'm sure you'll know where it is. Um, okay. But it said that Jesus called God his Father, thereby making himself equal with God. It's in John somewhere. But we call God our Father, and we're not considered His equal. So I don't, I don't know if maybe I'm not reading the correct translation. I'm just not understanding how um, 
you know, Gita could call God a father and make in that in being claimed to be deity, claiming to be God. But then we call God our father. And of course, we don't have that right. OK, so in, in, in terms of it, it says that Jesus called uh, God his father, making him God. Making himself equal with God. Equal it's with somewhere God. in John. Yeah, and I can't find it now. I'm in the car. Well, one of the key passages that deals uh, uh, with that, I think you must be coming out of John chapter 5, I do believe, uh, where it, there we have, um, in, in other words, him calling, Jesus calling uh, the Father uh, God wouldn't necessarily make him God. So it, it can't be uh, uh, saying exactly that. It has to be saying uh, something different here, where we see definitely. In a, I do. I do see it, Pastor Moss. It is John five eighteen. Five eighteen. Okay. That, in five. Yeah, the Jews tried all the harder to kill him. Okay. Um, where it says this. He was then. calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. Okay. Uh, there you go. Here in John chapter five verse seventeen, but Jesus answered them, "My Father works uh, hitherto, and I work." Therefore, the Jews sought the more to kill him, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Okay, so here and so here what Jesus was saying is that, yeah, in this case, what he said demonstrated that he was equal to God. Verse 19, then answered Jesus and said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself. But what he sees, the the Father do, uh, for what things soever he doeth, those also doeth the Son likewise. So you're right. When you say it, okay, it, it's not going to make you equal to God. But when Jesus says it, it does make him equal to God because he is the Son of God. Now remember, you and I are sons and daughters of God by adoption. Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God. So therefore, oh, yeah, so, so okay. therefore, when he says it, it means a lot more okay, than when we say it. Because that's not the only thing. But yeah, it's a good question. Hey, it's a great question. Not only did Jesus say that, but also here's what else he added to it, right? He says at verse 19, John chapter 5, verse 19, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, very, verily I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do, for what things soever he does, uh, he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. You can't say that. Verse 20, For the Father loves the Son, and shows him all things that himself doeth, and he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. Then, watch this, verse 21, For as the Father raises up the dead and quickens them, that means give them life, even so the Son quickens whom he wills. So just as the Father raises the dead, Jesus says he can raise the dead. You and I, even though we're adopted sons, we can't say that. Okay? For the Father judges no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the Son. We can't say that. So then we see then that when it says uh, sons of God, we, we are not sons of God in the same sense that Jesus is. He is the, uh, the only incarnate and the only begotten uh, son of God. The Greek word used to define him is monogenous, which means the unique one. Does that help you some? 
That helped me a lot. Clarified it. Yep. Yep. That was the answer I needed. All right. Thank you, Pastor Mark. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Appreciate having you on the program. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We got to take a break. Got to, but Jacqueline, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? (sighs) Needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code DETROIT for 20% off. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible talk with your friendly neighborhood apologist. Give me a call with any question you have about the Word of God. When I say friendly, what I mean is this, any question you have, any disagreement you have, you can share that with me. Uh, Definitely, we need to talk about the Bible, and uh, uh, disagreement, Still is an opportunity for us to still share information, all right? And everyone is entitled to their opinion. I'm glad to discuss it with you. Uh, so uh, call if you have a biblical question of any kind. Uh, be glad to, uh, to chat with you, just as I'm glad to t- chat with um, Jacqueline from Detroit. Hello, Jacqueline. Hello, um, Pastor Moss. Can you hear me? I sure can, loud and clear. Okay. Here, I have a question. And in heaven... I know Jesus said there are many mansions. Mm-hmm. 
Do you think it would be neighborhood-like mansions? I hope mansions so. Mansions with neighborhoods? I hope so. I hope there's like, because uh, I like looking out and seeing folks, you know. <laughs> but all he meant by that, we, we just really don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Right. Uh, all uh, Mansions, of course, meant uh, in the Greek there, many dwelling places. Uh, right. So, now, now, why would you want it to be where you could look out and see? Well, it's not so much I would like to be, in my mind, and I always pictured this, even as a little girl, is that heaven is a place where people, you live forever, and you you just don't have the pain and the, and the um, sorrows of earth, but you can have barbecues, <laughs> do you think? Well, I don't know, you know, now... Uh, in, <laughs> <laughs> you, you, somebody you, know, eat. you can have get-togethers and <laughs> you want he- heavenly, have, heavenly, you know what I mean. He- heavenly you chitlins don't have to go and to work. heavenly chitlins and heavenly ribs. I don't know. I don't know. Well, well I ain't saying chitlins <laughs> or <laughs> really, but I'm just saying. But you, you get the gist of what I mean. Well, one thing for sure, the you. Bible does talk about uh, the marriage supper of the Lamb over in uh, Revelations 19. So definitely, okay. it's possible that uh, something like that. Uh, uh, you know, uh, could be a part of the process. I don't know what it would be uh, eating. We definitely wouldn't be eating because we needed to, but because uh, uh, just exactly. That, yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, like what we know on Earth in our carnal mind of what you know being happy is is visiting and fellowshipping with people. Oh, yeah, and 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 there it's going to be plenty of that. It's going to be plenty of it. In fact, the thing is, it's uh, what I think is is interesting, Jacqueline. Uh, that, first of all, the book of Revelation is the last book in the Bible. And actually, here is the book of Revelation. This is telling us what's happening in the future. And it talks about uh, the earth, of course. It talks about the tribulation that happens on the earth uh, before there's a transformation of the entire uh, universe, in a sense, a new heaven and a new earth. And then, Jacqueline, what gets me is only basically two chapters talk about heaven. That's Revelation 21. And Revelation chapter 22. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking the reason why God didn't tell us more about it, because, girl, if we got to reading everything about heaven, we'd want to commit Harry Carey. I mean, people would be trying to, you know. (laughs) It is amazing. The things that you just see in there, no more tears. All the nations in peace. We live forever. There's no more death, no more gossip. It's going to be an amazing place. And so God was wise, okay, keeping us from being suicidal. He just gave us two chapters that talked about it. But can you imagine? No tears, no no more racism. Right. I mean, wow, it is something else to be in. Imagine, and I can only imagine, Jesus only gave us uh, some glimpses of it, what it's going to be like to be in a glorified, resurrected body. My goodness gracious, what is that going to be? Absolutely. That is, Jesus in his, remember, we got him over in exactly. the book of Acts. He talked to the disciples, then he went right up in the cloud, up, up, and away, like Superman. Right, get, because get... <laughs> I, I think I've heard you say once before that we can go back and forth Ep- to earth. Evidently, we can fly. Angels can. Uh, no doubt that'll be something that we will be able to do. We won't need any kind of vehicle or anything to do it. That's what Jesus did, just right on the Mount of Olives, went straight up. Okay, so Right. Uh, it, it's going to be amazing. Okay, well, that's what I, I was just, I always thought about that, so... I thought I would call and ask. I appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, uh, in fact, I tell everybody, you want to read some very encouraging passages, you want to read 
uh, Revelation chapter 20, 21, 22. Wow, good one. Okay. Thank you, Jacqueline. Appreciate it. Okay, bye-bye. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. As I've always said, it's your show, not mine. So call with any questions you have on your mind. Glad to deal with those questions. Our phone lines are wide open. All you've got to do is call. And that handsome young man, uh, I think I look maybe uh, maybe half as good as him when I was his age, Luke. I wasn't as smart as him, though. He's a technical know-how man, all right? The number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Let's go to Gary in Pontiac. Hello, Gary. Uh, thank you, Pastor Moss. Uh, you were talking about Romans 10 and 11. Uh-huh. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, I want to make sure you can hear me. And also, um, I bring up uh, Daniel 12, 1 to 3, besides what Paul said. And then the 144,000 are young, young men are Jewish uh-huh. that go to heaven, right? Yeah. Are they Christians? Well, what happens is in order to be in heaven, you have to be a follower of Christ, right? So that uh, means that all of us are ultimately Christians. Can yeah. I say I disagree? Oh, you can disagree, definitely. But do you okay, admit, let me explain. But let me ask you this. Do you agree yes. that everyone who gets in heaven has to be a follower of Jesus? No. No? Oh, okay. Well, how no. do you get to No, let me give you why. Sure. Let me give you why. Mm-hmm. In Daniel 12, 1 through 3, before Jesus is ever born, it says there'll be a resurrection of, of, of Jews. They're in the grave. Yeah. And some will be resurrected to righteousness and others. Uh, it seems like I think they'll have a rehabilitation program for the ones who are resurrected. That didn't, um, but that's up to God. You remember that in Daniel 12, 1 through 3? You remember that? Yeah, but he's talking about something that happens for believers, not unbelievers. Very clear. Well, that's going to happen. No, that's go- that's going to happen after the Antichrist. So all Jews that were believers in God that didn't know Jesus as Messiah will mm-hmm. be saved. Oh, who didn't believe? That were righteous. There's well, a thing called no, a true the Jew. Bible, I'm sorry, I, I don't agree with you. You can hold your view. But what it tells us is the only way you can get into heaven is by believing in Jesus Christ in, in the Old Testament. In other words, they preached about the Jesus who was to come. Uh, and so people were saved by looking forward to that. And then Christians believe, we'd believe in the Jesus who already came. So I'm sorry, Gary, I can't follow you in that. Nothing in the Bible that uh, says that at all. In fact, it's clear uh, in uh, uh, John chapter 3, same thing. There's only one way to get to heaven. Uh, got uh, That's it. It says in verse 16, very common passage too, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believes on him is not condemned, but he that believes not is condemned already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. So therefore, uh, the Old Testament saints were were saved by believing, uh, in the Messianic prophecies and Jesus who was to come. And uh, those in the New Testament, of course, uh, in the first century, uh, Jesus who came, we in believing in Jesus who came and now is at the right hand of the Father and coming back for us. And that's very clear, too. Okay, uh, We need to to recognize salvation has always uh, been, uh, you know, uh, something that is that God uh, has set up for us uh, through Jesus Christ. And a, a very good unifying passage to help uh, 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 
uh, Gary, and maybe some who may think like him, over in 1 Peter chapter 1, awesome passage, where in 1 Peter, the first chapter, okay, it brings uh, the New Testament and Old Testament uh, aspects together, because it says, we'll start at verse 9, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 9, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. Now watch this passage, very powerful. Verse 10, 1 Peter 1 and 10, of which salvation the prophets, now that's the Old Testament prophets, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Okay, That's what Isaiah, Jeremiah, Zechariah, all of them, they prophesied of Jesus who is to come, Malachi. Then it says in verse 11, concerning the prophets, and these are Old Testament prophets, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them. Christ was in those Old Testament prophets, okay, because he's God, right? Uh, when they were predicting of his coming as a Messiah, okay? Searching what or what manner of, of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the suffering of Christ and the glory that should follow, all right? So, the Old Testament folks, uh, Old Testament saints were saved by believing in Jesus who is to come. New Testament saints uh, were saved by believing in the Jesus who has come already. And there will be Messianic Jews okay, uh, who come to the Lord. Uh, in, in fact, uh, in the tribulation period, it's going to happen. There's a remnant of Jews. Uh, they'll be restored as a nation and everything. So it's a detailed story. But I thank you for your, uh, your inquiry. Uh, Gary, number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, going to talk to a guy named King, goodness I wish my mama had named me that, King Moss, can you imagine that, King Moss, oh my, hello King, how you doing? Hey, Pastor Moss, I spoke to you many times before, I just hadn't called on a, a lot, but anyway. Shame on you, shame, call me man, I get lonely. <laughs> yeah, I've called you to ask you questions before. Sure. But I want to uh, say I like your promo when you said uh, the promo you did, you, Daryl, and all the others. But I like yours in particular. You said, it's that simple. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big kick out of that. Well, I just read yeah, the I, thing, so I guess it's. <laughs> you did a good job, Pastor Moss. I got to give you credit. You did a great job on that. <laughs> but I got a question for you. Sure, sir. And Revelation, uh, about the 144,000, I guess it's chapter 7. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> you know, it lists the, the 12 tribes of Israel. Um, I want to know, it lists Manasseh, and when Manasseh was a half-tribe along with Ephraim. I know Ephraim is not there. I know it talks about Ephraim's fall. I think that was in Jeremiah, about 28th, I mean, 48th chapter, something around there. But... With Joseph, listed as uh, having 12,000. Just want to know, uh, I know Dan is not mentioned, but do you think that there, um, it, since Ephraim, Ephraim is mentioned, he had 12,000. That's Joseph's, one of his sons. Mm -hmm. Do you think that with Joseph, is like 6,000 people of, of the Ephraimites and maybe the other 6,000 were Danites. Um, the reason why I'm based, uh, uh, I guess, in flow of scripture, uh, how God, his grace and mercy upon Israel, even though they 
committed grossly sins. Uh, could you comment on that about the tribe of Joseph? How is it? I mean, God meant Joseph is listed. Yeah, and, what but, happens here? And you're right. It's very interesting. It's very interesting mm-hmm. uh, and uh, provocative. We have a tendency when we look at the uh, the twelve tribes as they're broken down in the Old Testament, we look to see the exact same thing later. You know, uh, and uh, goodness, if uh, and then if you turn to Ezekiel chapter forty eight. Uh, which is interesting, he talks about the uh, uh, 12 tribes as well, uh, and, and listened, list, uh, he lists them there, here. Now, one thing we do find is that in some cases, uh, because and you're accurate in what you said, we've got Joseph, we have uh, uh, represented by Manasseh and Ephraim, right? Right. In some cases, they're just called simply the tribe of Joseph, but both of them are included, okay? Right, uh, and so you can find that even uh, existing in some early Old Testament references if you study it. So what mm-hmm. we're looking at here in the uh, Book of Revelation is the final uh, uh, form of the uh, of the kingdom. Okay, and so mm-hmm. uh, so everything you see here, this is how it will be uh, framed or how it would look uh, uh, during the uh, uh, here in the Book of Revelation. Okay. Uh, so we see the final uh, look at it here. But in terms of it, the Bible has no problem with putting uh, those two together, Manasseh and Ephraim, and then just calling it the tribe of Joseph. Whichever way, the interesting thing, it still comes out to like to 12 tribes. Mm. Yeah. So would that mean that the tribe, Dan, is totally eliminated altogether? Because I would think that there was some, even like Samson was enlisted in, in the um, in the Hall of Faith, Hall, in the Hall of Faith, um, that there were some remnant of the Danites left left that God would include them, even though we don't see it spelled out in Revelation there. I'm just wondering about that. Well, many would, many would say that. Now, uh, because you don't see uh, uh, Dan uh, uh, listed here, right? Now, because it's not listed in the book of Revelation, doesn't mean that they won't be included somewhere. Uh, definitely people go to Judges where Dan, you know, they, uh, they got into idol worship. So did, uh, I believe, uh, uh, Ephraim to some degree. But yet we right. see him. However, the thing that's interesting is over in Ezekiel chapter 48, we have another counting of the uh, tribes. And there you see in Ezekiel 48, verse 2, and by the border of Dan, from the east side into the west, a portion for Asher. So here we have them mentioned. (laughs) We have them mentioned. And this is in a uh, a passage which is talking about the future and coming about and, and talking about the millennium. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it says, it goes all the way uh, in 48, uh, in, in uh, 32, in uh, Ezekiel uh, 48, 32, uh, and at the east side, 4,500, and three gates, and one gate of Joseph, okay? Now, notice it says Joseph, but Joseph's gate here would be both Ephraim and Manasseh, one right. gate of Benjamin, and one gate of Dan. So, mm-hmm. what, what happens is, uh, uh, just because it's not named specifically does not mean that it won't be there. And especially if we take the Bible as a whole, uh, Scripture interprets Scripture. So uh, Ezekiel's uh, millennial uh, uh, there has to be uh, read alongside of what we see in the book of Revelation. Uh, and That's what I thought. Going to be fulfilled. Yeah, and I think your thinking is correct on that. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. Good, th- good thinking because that's some detailed stuff. It's fun to learn, but wow. All right. Do I have to take a break, Luke? I must. Young man says I got to go, so I'll go, but be right back.
In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In For God and Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump, revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, Forgotten Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Audiences everywhere are saying Uncle Tom is a must-see movie. Uncle Tom was amazing, simply brilliant. Uncle Tom's the finest, most thought-provoking documentary I've ever seen. Oh my God, what an amazing movie. Every American needs to watch your film. It doesn't matter if you're left, right, or center. It's a great movie. It's just absolutely wonderful. An eye-opening masterpiece of the real history of America. I am blown away breathtaking. I sat here with tears rolling down my face through most of this movie. Thank you so very, very much for doing this. Uncle Tom is one of the most important documentaries of our time. I highly recommend everyone get it. I wish I could figure out a way to get everybody to watch it. Purchase now at UncleTom.com. Use promo code DETROIT for 20% off. I think that you may Save America with this movie. UncleTom.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Marsh, your friendly neighborhood apologist. Glad to talk to you about any subject about the Word of God. If you've got a question on your mind, please call, and I would say redeem the time. Why? Because we've got minutes left, okay? I need to get some callers on here so we can talk about the Bible. I don't want to give a challenge now because, you know, we're almost at the near the end of the program. But I know we've got some callers out there that have some questions that you would like to discuss. And if that is you, all you've got to do is call because Luke right now is just relaxing. I do not like to see a young man relax. Young folks got to be working. Why? So that when they get older, they look wore down like I do. So 
get him to work. Wipe that. He's got a nice, happy, rested smile on his face. We can't have that. So give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578, if you please. If you've got any question on your mind, anything about the Bible that you want to discuss and you've been thinking, ah, I don't want to talk about that. Yes, you do. So all you got to do is give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And guess what? Nobody's ahead of you. Our phone lines are wide open. Your wait will not be long at all. If you have something in the Bible that you would like to discuss with me, I'd be, uh, I'd be overjoyed to discuss it with you. Once again, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And we want you to watch, uh, uh, I'm sorry, watch, (laughs) well, listen for this program uh, every day. Uh, We're going to try to do as many live programs as we can. Uh, And I've got some help. That's right. Uh, Chaplain Gordon, he's going to be uh, uh, with you uh, on Thursday. We've got Anita Campbell. Uh, She's going to be with you on Wednesday. And then we've got uh, Pastor Baker. And uh, Pastor Baker knows that Jehovah Witnesses like the back of his hand. Uh, Anita Campbell, she's a a precept Bible lady, all right, and another apologist, all right, in terms of um, Chaplain Gordon, all lined up here uh, to help me with the Bible Talk program. So we appreciate your listenership. And if you enjoy this program, then what you need to do is to support it. You do that by sending those donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Once again, P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. Those donations go right to support this radio program, which you guys have kept on the air, by the way, for a long, long time. And we appreciate that very, very much. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, our ministry is still going on. Our church is not opened officially yet, even though we did have a wonderful uh, get-together service in the parking lot of our church uh, uh, Sunday. Uh, we're going to have another one, I believe, in August, towards the end of the month. Uh, but definitely, our ministry is still going on online. We're live streaming many of our Bible studies, our prophecy classes. There are other teachers that are on there as well. Uh, Pastor Cornelius is teaching a course. Anita Campbell's teaching a course. So there's a lot of ways you can still plug in to Strictly Biblical Ministry. Sunday service, our uh, 11 o'clock service, is being um, also live streamed. Uh, and a prophecy class, just had one today. Great class, a number of people there. What do, we, what do they call it? I don't know the technical know-hows of it, but a conference call where everybody gets in a group and they get online and we uh, 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 teach and we're able to talk to each other. So the ministry still goes on. All you've got to do, my friends, is tap into it. And you do that by logging on to strictlybiblical.org. Strictlybiblical.org, it'll take you right to us. You'll find out about our classes, uh, the prophecy classes, and everything that's going on is strictly biblical that you can still uh, partake in and be a part of. So definitely 
Uh, no way that anything can stop God's work. So we continue. I'm waiting for a call, but I got to take a break. Going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Lon He Chen of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo gave a major speech last week, outlining a new approach to dealing with China. For many years, American policymakers have assumed that as China became more prosperous, it would become freer, more open, and a responsible member of the international community. We now know these assumptions were wrong. So what do we do about it? The Trump administration is proposing a more clear-eyed view of China. We must recognize that the Chinese Communist Party is espousing a morally bankrupt ideology. Communism and socialism have never worked and never will. We must, in Pompeo's words, engage and empower the Chinese people. And we must also join with the free nations of the world to push back on the ideology of the Chinese Communist Party. Pompeo suggested a new alliance of democracies. That's exactly the kind of bold action we need to meet this great challenge of our time. I'm Lon He Chen. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the news talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-605-5757. 800-605-5757. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something extraordinary? Set a clear new vision for yourself this year and join Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour December 2nd to 11th. Journey through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world to see iconic sites straight from Scripture. For details and to reserve your spot today, visit faithtalkdetroit.com, search keyword Israel. That's faithtalkdetroit.com, search keyword Israel. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I told you guys not to mess with me. I told you guys to call in. You didn't listen to me. All right, I'll tell you what I'm about to do. I'm about to give you a Bible brain twister that you want, you'll want to answer it tonight, but I don't think you'll be able to. First Peter Chapter 3, here's what happens when you don't call in like I asked you to. Where it says here at verse 18, okay, this is First Peter 
chapter 3, verse 18. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Verse 19. By which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison. Goodness gracious, what in the world is this talking about? Where it says, by which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison. First question, what is this prison that Jesus went to? And what are the spirits that he spoke to? Do you know? Do you know the answer? If so, give us a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Now, verse 20. There's more. There's more. First, 19 again. First Peter 3, okay, 19. By which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometime were disobedient, when once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was a-preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls, were saved by water. What in the world is this talking about? What is this prison that Jesus went to? All right? And who are the spirits in prison? And what's this stuff about uh, where it says, he went and preached unto the spirits in prison? I thought that the only chance you had for salvation is while you're alive. Okay? All right. Wow. Wow. Do you know the answer? Let's go to Novi right now. Got a caller. How you doing? Hi, Pastor Monk. How are you? Well, her, hi, Shireen. How you doing? Now, listen here, Shireen. You're calling in, and you biting a turkey that this big? This is a big turkey here. Not. I don't know if I'm biting this turkey. Um, I have. I got a question. I'll. I'm a. I'll. I'll, I don't know if I'm going to bite it, but maybe I'll try a piece. Okay. What, what's, your, <laughs> what, what's your question? Oh, so is there a scripture? I, I know there is. I just can't remember the chapter where it is, and I was trying to look for it, but I'm driving. Um, a scripture in Luke that actually mentions the rapture? Well, it actually mentions the rapture. I wouldn't say it doesn't so. say it doesn't say it doesn't say rapture, but it talks about uh, uh, the, how there will be um, one uh, someone in the field, and then someone taken away. I can't remember. I just can't remember the scripture, okay. and I'm driving, so I can't yeah, look I, for it. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, one taken. And so I'm wondering. Okay, go ahead. And you say what now? No, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, where it says one will be taken and the other uh, will be left over here in, um, you're talking about Luke chapter 17, where it says at verse That's 30, what I mean, Luke chapter 17. Yeah, yeah where it mm-hmm. says at verse 35, two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken, the other left. Two men shall be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Uh, okay. And you want so to what I'm th- asking is, is that referring to the rapture or no? Well, guess what? Guess what, Shereen? I know what? the answer to this, but I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you. <laughs> no, this is going to be, since you didn't call in early, I'm, I'm begging for callers. I'm begging. <laughs> no, nah, you don't call. You call now. So what happens is I'm saving this for the next time I'm on the air. 
but definitely it's an provocative scripture. Uh, Two women shall be grinding together, the one shall be taken and the other left. Two men shall be in the field, the one shall be taken and the other left. Wow. Mm -hmm. Now, I'll tell you, only thing I'll do, Shireen, since I'm I'm a good guy, since I'm a good guy, I will Uh give you a clue. Read read verse 37 later, and maybe it'll help you with it, okay? But it will okay. not be answered, Shireen, because you didn't call. How long have you been listening to the program tonight? The, the whole, whole time? time. Oh, then you didn't call. Okay, <laughs> good. I got you. I got you. <laughs> no, I'm not answering I nothing. Working. I was working. I was, I was busy. I was working. Yeah, I'm busy, too. I'm busy here trying to get me some callers. You know what I'm saying? So uh, <laughs> next time I'm on, then you're on. And we'll answer the question. Now, and I love your call, though. Because now you put a, a, a burden on all the other listeners, too. They're going to hate you. I'm going to give your name out to the public. She the one. She the one. So we got two questions. Okay. One, what is uh, uh, 1 Peter 3.19 talking about? And then this one, mm-hmm. this is Shireen, you guys. Uh, it's a good question. Is that talking about the I'm going to call back about that one tomorrow, the other one, too. Because you're not, you're not going to answer that one? Are you going to get ready to still deal with that one in the next two minutes? Well, the next time, First, the, the next time I'm on, I'm going to uh, be dealing with this. But uh, uh, you're talking about tomorrow. Tomorrow, now, now I might not be here tomorrow. So you're going to have to okay. suffer a little while. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And don't ask Wait. any of the, the people who come. Uh, and, and do if, if do the program in my place like Anita. Don't don't even bother them with this. I give you even. I won't stuff. bother them. Look, <laughs> I'm not even gonna bother. But wait a minute. What was that first? What was the question again? The first Peter. The what first was that question. Again? Yeah, First Peter three nineteen, where it talks about Jesus going into prison. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And, and 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 preaching there. Who is he preaching okay. to? What's that about? All right. And okay. now thanks I think to you. I might. Okay. Thanks to you, we got a, a gem coming out of um, uh, Luke chapter 17. Is that talking about the rapture? I want to thank her for that, all right? All right, so our time is down. Two que- questions. Thank to my caller who just called in, church member of mine, great gal, done a lot of good work for the church. Uh, and uh, good being with you guys. Our questions are on the table. All you got to do is call. Uh, remember the number so you can get right in, area code 866-423-9578. Remember also to support Bible Talk if you love it. Send donations to P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make those checks out to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Appreciate you very much. Love you. God bless you. And we'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.